1: This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network.
2: Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at ChopsKicksAndNearFalls.com, for daily
1: articles about wrestling from around the globe.
2: Emergency. It is an emergency. Queens first arrived. Emergency. first Emergency. to the queens. Hello ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I am as always Alex, and I am joined by Dylan. Hi Dylan.
1: Hi Alex. Hey guys, how you guys doing? Um, It's been a week since our two-hour extravaganza, and then the week before that, me and Velke had a two-hour extravaganza, so we're going to try and not run two hours this time, even though there's three shows to review um and there's a lot of things that have happened so let's 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 hope
2: so, this is dependent
1: on you why, just why right are you there. coming at me why are you coming at me like already <laughs> it took <in> like 45 <laughs> seconds man
2: cuz everybody knows <laughs> everybody knows you're the one who talks
1: so i can't but, so I, so i'm i'm so what i'm hearing here is that i can, i shouldn't bring up that Hina and Rena had interviews that I read thoroughly, um, with number that were very interesting.
2: Um, no, I shouldn't you shouldn't
1: dig deep into both of them. Okay,
2: we we will never discuss that. So,
1: were good interviews. I, I suggest anybody who's listening to go read them. They're they're pretty good.
2: Okay, all right. Well, um, non Hina and Rena related news. Um, Stardom have announced a few matches for their upcoming shows. Uh, a lot of tags nothing very, very special, but they have announced that um, at the Yokohama Budokan show on September 11th um, there will be a pre-show match. It's Battle Royal featuring basically everybody who isn't already in a match. You know, Sai Ida, My Sakurai, Lady C, Hina, Rina, and Raka, it looks like. And then, in addition to that, Tomoka Inaba will wrestle her first match as a member of God's Eye when she teams with Suri to take on Mina Shirakawa and Waka Skiyama of the Cosmic Angels. So I um lose that. <laughs> yeah. Um we will um, obviously talk a bit more about Tomoka Inaba joining God's Eye when we review New Blood, but there's your there's your spoiler she did join and uh, she's got her first match here teaming with Siri, which is kind of what we want because we want Siri to teach Inaba to throw more kicks. That is that is that is the vision. That is what yeah. we're here for. Um, in addition, Stardom has announced that uh, on the 24th of September in the Belsal Takadano Baba, this is one of the last days of the GP, uh, there will be a high-speed championship match. Kazumi defends against Fukigan Death and Hazuki. So um, they're running that back, I think. That's, um...
1: that's the last ever Hazuki uh, high-speed defense.
2: Yes, I was just thinking that's a repeat of the match where uh, Death had the transitional reign to Ryo. To, yes. to yeah, the, uh, the reign of death. Um, that was in
1: addition. So... That, that's actually really cool that that's how Hazuki, even though I doubt she stays in high-speed division for very long, that she gets to have another one. And also, it's cool for Azumi. I'm, I'm sorry, I know I talk mm-hmm. a lot, but I also imagine Azumi beats death, which back in the day, it was death beating Azumi, which caused Hazuki the belt. Right? So it'll be cool that the roles are just like straight reversed and Izuki's still the odd man out. But uh, I, I just think that's a cool little, little tangent.
2: Yeah, know it's a neat match to do, um, to nod to history like that. And I, I think because it's a three-way, there's a few different avenues that they could go down if they do want to belt Izuki back up or if they you know want to keep it on Azumi, which presumably they will, since they kind of set up her versus Hanazono for the high-speed belt, yeah. but who knows really. Um, the last two matches announced were are that on uh, Stardom and Showcase Volume 2 on September 5th there will be an Anywhere Falls match. It is Azami versus Chairman Ram. This was also set up at New Blood. And in the other match we have a Hardcore Rules tag match. Julia and Rina Yamashita take on Watanabe and Roaka. So um, we get to discuss that a little bit more later, but Rina yeah. Yamashita in Stardom, doing hardcore stuff—what is not to love about about Stardom, huh?
1: That's honestly really dope. Um, we'll, we'll talk about the segment and whatnot, but I, I'm really, I'm happy Rena's around. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, three, four? Well, no, I guess I guess Miyuki hasn't. Uh, two of the four Nomads have appeared on Stardom in the past couple months. I also a bunch of their wrestlers that like. Our are, are regulars there, um, so you got you got to wonder when when the return of Mister Saxobeat will, will be. Even though she can't use that anymore,
2: very very tragic. I imagine Natsu will end up being the the Reaper leader or something because it feels like Nomads as a as a whole is custom made for Stardom and showcase to be like exclusive to that because they can stay freelancers while also. Working with Stardom once every two months, you know. Yeah. So I would I would be would expect to see more of the the Nomads kind of crew on some of the future showcase events, um, but somebody like Imashna makes sense because you know obviously she's kind of known nowadays. She's you know GCW Ultraviolent Champion. She's in freedoms. She's there's, there's a lot of Deathmatch stuff. So letting her do hardcore matches in Stardom is a good use of her. Um. Although yep. obviously she's she's great without the weapons as well. Hopefully she does do some normal matches. Um. I'm sure she will have some, some really cool stuff to do here.
1: Yeah. I mean. I mean. When she came out, uh, to America, she had a match with Hoodfoot that I, uh, I still talk about to this day, just because I really really liked it. Um. Because Hoodfoot's my guy. But you know, she's just great in intergender and in hardcore and in regular matches. So I think she could do a lot of good stuff. Get her in there with my Sakurai. I don't know why, I feel Hell like yeah. them in a hardcore match could actually go crazy. Um, I'm also just dying for more My Sakurai hardcore matches, because I think that might be where she shines. And she won't figure that out unless she's put in there more. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm excited. Love Rina. We'll, we'll talk about the segment in a little bit. I
2: like how um, My Sakurai is both a, a hardcore icon, and also one of the four pillars of All Japan. It is is Incredible, hey, where the her fuck range. Did that one come from me. <laughs> she throws them okay. four arms, she's putting Misawa to shame. That guy is not even close. Like, listen, if you're ranking the four pillars, okay, oh, is no. Kobashi, then my Sakurai, okay, and rationale, Damn, even here you is... gotta put respect no, no. on Kobashi's no, 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 no. name, that's crazy. The, <laughs> the rationale here, okay, is Kobashi had a banging match with Samoa Joe, okay. I Sakurai Are you yet...
1: on Samoa Joe? No, no, no,
2: no. It's that My Sakurai has yet to have a banging match with Samoa Joe.
1: Okay. So say...
2: Kabashi the proxy of having a banging match with Samoa Joe is above My Sakurai. But okay. Okay. Should My Sakurai was... and Samoa Joe have a five star classic, My Sakurai will leap over again to Kabashi. Okay. That is how okay, that is how it goes. Okay. Dude, I
1: thought I thought in the first five minutes you were fucking calling my Sakurai better than Misawa and saying my, Samoa Joe sucked. And I was like, we can't do this. <laughs> this is not where we need to be. But
2: uh, She but is no, still but... ranked above Misawa. You know, like, listen.
1: listen so... Did
2: did Misawa ever walk the Khan's road?
1: Dude. Dude, did, oh did, my god, I hated I, that. Answer the question. I despise answer, that. Answer no, he didn't. He was busy. See? So
2: so how, <laughs> how can he be better than my Sakurai?
0: oh my god
1: how am i the one that that makes this show long like how how how, how is this my problem because
2: i don't know i do bits (laughs) so short anyway um the next bit of news is that um is to in with regards to the iwgp women's championship tournament uh stardom did a a lottery to decide the factions that would be represented in the stardom bracket and it was Stars, Donna Del Mondo, A Way and the other Queen's one. Quest. Queen's Quest.
1: Those the are The namesake? Four... Really?
2: <laughs> Listen, I forgot. Um, so those are the four factions that will be represented by a wrestler in the uh, stardom part of the bracket. The other yeah. side of the bracket, <laughs> it was announced that Jazzy Gabbert versus The Ava Will take place at Royal Quest, with the winner facing a as yet unnamed foreign wrestler at Corken Hall. No, not Corken Hall. Um Kachikawa Stage Garden on the twenty third of October. So Dylan, how are we feeling about Jazzy Gabbard versus the Ava?
1: Uh, wow. Oh, wait, weren't you an alpha female fan? been retired
2: for, like, two years. <laughs> Come on. I cannot expect anything from her. She's been retired.
1: Yeah. All I remember is that you you used to always, like, go on tangents about, like, oh, Alpha Female was, like, such a great... Or maybe that was Xavi. I don't know. I know everybody fucking loved Alpha Female back in the day. I don't
2: know. She looked cool. I'll give her that. She, but she's yeah. now 40 it's and has been retired.
1: Thing. Yeah. Well. Um. Okay. We don't got to watch that. That's that's my executive no. decision. Um, mm. <laughs> but I think one interesting thing is that I think we were right about the famous wrestler being an AEW wrestler, um, because they announced they would anu- they said they would announce it before Thunder Rosa got injured, and now Jamie Hayter is in a title match, so she can't be leaving to Japan a week after like I think that the reason why they said they were going to announce it and then they didn't announce it is because of an AEW conflict. Um, mm. so I imagine it might be Jamie. Yeah. Does that make sense?
2: Yes, I, I see where you're coming from. You uh, Tony Khan is probably like you can't announce that she's going to be gone because that spoils that she isn't winning at all out. Yeah. Once exactly. she does lose it all out, you're free to free to announce it.
1: Cause I I don't think that they would just like silently neglect to do that, you know. What I mean, just like just for no reason. Um, so maybe it's that, or maybe it's it's some other like conflict of that sort. But I I have high hopes it's gonna be Jamie, um, since Tony was already in that title match, so it, didn't, it wouldn't really matter. Yeah, well, um, Tony's probably winning the belts, so yeah, that too.
2: You can't really have her going off to start him.
1: Do you um, think? Do you think that was it? And. uh Thunder Rose was going to win and Tony was going to come to stardom. No, I'm pretty sure Thunder Tony Rose. was meant to Rose, win. It was anyway. always Tony. It was always Tony. Yeah. yeah.
2: So I, I imagine she'll be tied up. So that's that leaves just Jamie, really. So um, Jamie's a big step up from what we're getting in the other match. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I've, uh, I've been talking about how much I miss Jamie in stardom for as long as this podcast has been running. Yes. So. Yes, you have. <laughs> um, we were like, she was here for some of it, wasn't she? Uh, no, no, no. Was We'd it started entirely? right after they stripped her of it, just Actually, out of yeah. nowhere?
2: Uh, yeah, that's crazy. All right, well, you know, Jamie Hader, uh, better than the Ava. So, um, I just think it's—I like, don't want to bury anything because it's not really worth getting upset about. But they're going to embarrass Stardom, a New Japan show. Like, there's going to be people here. This is their first time seeing a quote think... Stardom match, and they're going to see. The Ava. No offense to the Ava, but I've seen her why, in person.
1: Why do you say it like that? That's her name. Like, I know it's her name, but you're saying it like like so funnily. <laughs> like with such sass. Like that it's just it's it's hilarious to me. <laughs> The Go Ava,
2: on. the Ava quotation marks uh, derogatory. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Ava derogatory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like
2: I've I've seen her in person, um, and she was one of the least impressive people on a training school show, which says a lot. Um, the, Is there, there any
1: chance that they just have alpha female run through her like just? I don't demolished. think so.
2: I don't think they would do that because, like, why? Why would you book it like that? Really?
1: Um, I I feel like maybe rossi feels like you know he's going back to his roots you know i don't know Alpha female has some you know has some tenure uh even though it was very short tenure and then she retired mm-hmm. um i don't know I, I think i think that alpha female versus jamie hater presumably or alpha female versus somebody uh whoever the the big name is is going to be like that's going to be the match it's not going to be this one i i don't think this one's the one that matters
2: yeah, but this is this is one is on a New Japan show, which is insane because this is gonna it's be their representing biggest. stardom and women's wrestling.
1: This I'm is like, gonna sound weird. That's terrible. But this, <laughs> is, this is their this is their like uh British Wrestle Kingdom, right? Where it's mm-hmm. like the last time they did Royal Quest, it was Okada versus Suzuki in one of their better matches against one another. Like that was a big show. <laughs> you know, they like that yeah, they're doing the second one, and they have the Ava on it. There's also it just shows. better. You, there's also just
2: I better. Was thinking we yeah. joked that Session Moth Martina versus Zaya Brookside might be the match. That would be an improvement. Yeah, Z- Zaya. Zaya, despite being Easy. a stupid person, is fine. Like she's a alright. She was yeah. in WWE. That you can't be bad after being in the WWE system for like five years, right? So uh, Martina versus she... Zaya would have been. Aliyah is
1: a champion, Alex.
2: She doesn't count, she's American. You know,
1: that's <laughs> Wait, are you doing are you doing are you doing uh fucking Europe exceptionalism now? Yes. Wow, okay.
2: <laughs> well, you know, Zaya Zaya started off solid enough at least, so I don't think you could get much worse in, in WWE. Um, so, you know, Zaya versus Martina would have at least been better than this, I think, despite us joking that that would be a bad match last time, but I would take it over Dazzy versus Ava. Honestly,
1: I, I think if, if if Martina was in this match, it would be great. Like, even if it was against one of, even if it was against the Ava I, or, listen, or the Apple female, it would at least be funny. Don't no, but it would so. at least be funny. You know what I mean? Like, she could she could do the bits and then just roll her up, you know. I don't know. I'm not
2: sure about that. Um. Anyway, that's the that's the IWGP tournament. All we can hope is that the wrestler who got the bye is good, and that they're the one who faces Stardom wrestler in the final. They don't do
1: a Stardom wrestler
2: Jazzy. The crossover show, because that would be a very bad decision.
1: I would yeah. not be surprised if it ended up being Mayu versus versus Jazzy. I have nothing against
2: Jazzy, but she's been retired for like two years. There's really no no way she's going to be good, right? Like you can't. I mean, she's a
1: power wrestler. It's it's not. That's one of the like the uh, archetypes that takes the least amount of time to shake off ring rust, if you just think about yeah. it. Because like. Yeah, I'm not going to say, you know, Paul White's going crazy in 2021-2022, but he can have a fun match with someone. Maybe not the Ava, but realistically, you you throw him in there with fucking a Dante Martin, that'll be fun at least. It'll be interesting. It might be not great, but it'll be something. Um, And I think Alpha Female could at least do that with Amayu. Not so much with the Ava, but with Amayu. I think she could do that.
2: That's fair. Honestly, yeah, I can kind of see it. All right, you've you've talked me off the ledge here.
1: I also Op- don't think optimistic. she's going through. I, she definitely loses to the, the make the big name, but
2: yeah, yeah, no, probably. Um, but Jazzy's definitely going to Japan. Like they wouldn't, they're not going to bring in yeah. the Ava for, for <laughs> tour.
1: The Fucking Ava, man. I
2: don't know. She gets booked in in you know around United Kingdom. There are like seven.
1: But... There are like seven women's wrestlers over there. Well, now there's more. But it's true. It is very. There were like seven wrestlers.
2: You know what? you're not lying. um but listen, it's it's okay.
1: And the only good one is like the TJPW champion. Like <laughs> think about it for a second.
2: <laughs> um, how did TJPW get their hands into Alex Windsor first? like that's just that's just not fair.
1: TjPW is just better at at working with foreigners in this day and age they better at everything to do with uh, foreign relations.
2: They've they've partnered with Eve, who are the only good women's promotion over here. So I feel like that's that's giving them the edge there. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. Like the Ava isn't really a uh, Eve regular, as far as I'm aware, whereas you know Windsor is. So kind of helps, I guess. But you know what? That's enough about that
1: concludes,
2: w- that concludes our. our-
1: our Brit rest women's wrestling segment of the show. Yes.
2: On to the good stuff, though, because Stardom did a lot of good stuff this past week. Um, I'm sure we're gonna. I don't know how you feel about the shows, but I I thought they were great. Um, we're gonna positive. start with uh, probably. The, I mean, the worst one of the bunch, which is probably, yeah. which isn't like this was bad. That's it's just other two were wow. so insane. Um, this was New also Blood New Four. Blood. Yeah, yes. kind of expect it. Uh, New Blood Four on August 26th. Uh this is in the Shinagawa City Intercity Hall. Uh this is another sellout of four hundred fans. So uh this brand continues to draw, you know, and they're they're gonna keep it going as long as it does. They've announced a different venue for the fifth one. The fifth one's in October. it's in a different venue, but I haven't looked at what the capacity is yet. Yeah. I, I am I'm just gonna assume it's it's a bit bigger. Um it's it's pretty solidly doing in and around this range despite never really giving away big matches, which I, I always think is a good thing. So um you know, New Blood, definitely here to stay. Which I'm good. cool with.
1: Yeah. I mean it's it's one of those shows that's like I wouldn't stay up to watch, but like when I watch it, it's it's fine. I, I don't mind it.
2: Yeah, and I mean some of them are a lot better than, than other ones, you know, so it's yeah. it's kind of interesting. Um tells me it's Shinjuku Face, but I do not think this is Shinjuku Face. Why are you lying to me?
1: What? Where this was? Yeah, I oh, know, where the new venue is. Oh, okay. I think do run Shin- Shinjuku Face.
2: It's, it's, called, it's called the Sumitomo thing. And that's not Shinjuku Face. Yeah, no. Let me start him Run here before. Um, yeah, so it seems like it does about 300-ish, 300-400 people uh stardom on here last year called the shinjuku sumitomo hall um that's where new blood five is and it seems to be in and around the capacity that this venue is um nobody seems to have run it <laughs> at all uh just stardom last year for a DP show so uh stardom getting use out of that one
1: maybe it's just a shindy place and like it's not a cage match maybe
2: yeah possibly um yeah, I mean, Stardom has one show here, and that's that's all I can find. Um, but that's New Blood Five. Onto New Blood Four, we had uh, Tamoka Inaba beating Hina in about eleven minutes uh, with a, I love I love the description here, one shot deadly Tamoka kick. And honestly, yes.
1: <laughs> it's funny because uh, I actually I used to be an e fetter and I had a wrestling move that was basically just that and it was also named like the single strike of like it was a one piece reference but yeah like a very convoluted name for a kick to the head um i find that really dope like that's like my favorite thing ever um this was good techers it was good techers i think hina worked well i think hina's selling is great and it worked Mm. very well to put inaba over um and then obviously Inaba just has better strikes than like most wrestlers. So yes, um, she usually saves them for like the second half. So you're kind of like waiting for it. And then once she gets into it, it's like, yeah, this is what I want.
2: Yeah. We needed to kick more and uh, not do yeah. this technical yeah. shit, but you know, I'll I mean, I, I like her. Good. I
1: like her techers. I, I enjoy her techers, but mm-hmm. it could definitely be better. Yes, definitely. Speaking um, of techers, one more side tangent. I apologize. You went on enough of them. So I get to go on one. Um, basically every wrestler on the new japan show in mixed tag matches is saying they want to beat the shit out of the dudes so i don't know if that will lead to anything but all of them have said i will hurt my male opponent i don't give a fuck so if that's something that'll be fun but if it's not then they're teasing it for nothing (laughs)
2: They're not doing intergender. There's there's not a chance. Well, they're
1: not doing intergender intergender, but I imagine they do like the AEW thing where the women just beat the shit out of the dudes, and the dudes are like, "What? What's going on? Oh my god! Oh, I'm getting hurt! Oh my god! You know, just like all that stupid shit, you know." I have a lot um, of hatred
2: for those spots, for yeah. very deep reasons because I think it sends a very bad message. But what it does. can you do?
1: Um, but okay again, sorry for the tangent, do you remember that one time that Kenny Omega just snuck in an intergender match on a dark episode? He was like, yeah, Riho could fa- face Kip Sabian, I'll face Penelope. Like, they just did not do any of... Like, they did not listen to any of the rules. Yes. And they were just like, yeah, we're just gonna have an intergender match. That's cool.
2: AEW yeah. <laughs> would be so based if Kenny just booked. Like, it would just be it like would Maya be. Yuki resting Riho every week or some shit. Like, it would be the best.
1: He gets it.
2: He does. He understands. He respects the vision. Like, he would have no strong hearts wrestling like private party or something every week, That'd it'd, be, be, so it'd dope. be so fun. Um, but back to new blood. Um, yeah, we had our second match, which was Roca beating Lady C and Chie Koshikawa in just over seven minutes. Uh, Raka pinned L- Lady C with a freezer bomb. So, um, yes. this, this was all right. Chie's energy is a lot, and I think pairing her up with these two was not the best decision for, for, I think, I think her and Lady C
1: worked. But mm-hmm. I think it would have been better if her and Lady were like a tag. Um, yeah. Probably. Because yeah. I, I do think her in a in a lone, you know, in a free-for-all doesn't work as well as it probably would have if she was in a tag. Um, but yeah, I, I thought this match was cool. Lady C hit the QQ pose, which nobody does anymore except for her and Hina. So shouts out one time. Um, and yeah, I mean, I love has humor. So obviously I enjoyed it more than I imagine most people did. But. Uh yeah, I, I I get what you mean. Yeah. Um
2: the next month then was Ram and Rena beating Momoka Hanazono and Waka skiyama Uh Rena got the win with the pink devil for her team. Um mm. and this was this was pretty standard. Uh I was hap- I was good to see Waka back, you know. She's she's been yeah. off for a while. I, I really missed her. And uh constantly contra- doing blackface. Yes. <laughs> always good. Um and listen, I I love Hanazono, so I'm always here for seeing her. Um but yeah, I mean listen, there's only so much I can enjoy Ram matches. I'm not gonna lie to you. She's she's only a, at a certain level of, of quality. Um but everybody else was enjoyable. So
1: I mean I think I think Ram just kinda of falls into her own character. You know what I mean? Yeah, Where Ram like, Ram doesn't think she's bad. I think she's good, but she's kinda of just like there's no point in being good when you could be ramped. Yes, very much so. That's I one hell of a quote. I'm a market that
2: <laughs> um after the matches is when everything got fun. That's when Azumi came out
1: and basically set up the first
2: appearance on New Blood. Yeah, isn't that weird that it's taken her so long? Yeah. Um... It
1: feels like it is it is a her thing, right? Yeah. It's like like it seems like primed for her, but you know. Yeah. I guess um... not. She first challenged uh, Ram. She
2: she came out and was like, hey, like, we can have a False Count Anywhere match. And that's going to be absolutely cracked out of its mind because uh, Ram False Count Anywhere matches are always cracked. She is insane. I imagine some of the triple six roster might get in on it and kind of make appearances or something. So God knows. Maya Yukihi was here. Yeah, she was, wasn't she? She she came out with Ram, Rebel X Enemy representing. They had uh, Mike Ozaki and uh, Maya Yukihi. Um, if stardom books my Uki, all bets are off, like I'm I'm full on propaganda for this promotion I am no longer, you know I've held off on, you know, oh stardom is the new AJW kind of stuff, I've held off on that, you get Yukihi and, and Rini and to start working here, that's it, all bets are off, uh, crush gals who, I'm, ho- I'm no, here for No, you for can't Julia. say
1: those words, you need to bleep that, that's more <laughs> offensive than when I say the n-word, like, like that's bad Obviously, I'm black. Let me let me preface that it's, I'm I'm allowed to, but no, still, you can't say that. <laughs>
2: right? Um, sure. Um, you made it awkward. Yeah, you. you... <laughs>
1: I love doing that. It's so great. You
2: do. Um, and then after uh, the Ram challenge, basically Hanazono was like, "Hey, Azumi, I, I want a challenge for your belt." Azumi was kind of like, "Well, I've decided on a new challenger, but." You know, I hear you're friends with Mace Ruga, so, like, sure, let's do it. So, um, Hanazono versus, um, Azami. And they I mean, did, yes. they did kind of hint at it being in Osaka. So, I know there's an osaka On Arena show next month. And that's probably when they do Azumi versus Hanazono. I thought that was
1: in November. Maybe. Or are you talking about number two?
2: No, I think they, they mentioned Osaka number one, so...
1: Number one's in November. So that's a few months away.
2: Yeah, because obviously it means defending at the end of this month. Or not this month. Yeah. Well, I guess it'll be this month when this comes out, because tomorrow is the yes, first. the first. Um, so the end of September, and then... Maybe she can wait, because Tag League?
0: I don't know. I yeah. expected it
2: to be in Osaka I haven't even thought in about some Tag League, manner. Anyway.
1: Um um Yeah, also Azumi said that she's challenging Ram because she wants to see who the best ex-kid wrestler is.
2: <laughs> That's great. That's really fun. Yeah.
1: So they both star when they were like 4 years old. Not literally, yeah. but you know. But yeah,
2: Ram Ram was I tiny. think Ram
1: literally I think I think Ram literally was like 5. Yeah. No, <laughs> she was tiny cuz
2: didn't she come through Ice Ribbon? No.
1: I feel like she came through something way smaller. Was it Triple
2: um, Six? Is Triple Six that old?
1: Perhaps, but I don't know if, if a child at five years old would go to a company called Triple Six. Um...
2: I don't know. I mean, she debuted as Ram, so <laughs> why not? I don't know. i will have to. We'll have to get somebody. I
1: guess into. it was Ice Ribbon Triple Six. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, because Ice Ribbon makes
2: sense because Amy was training a bunch of kids around that time that that started up.
1: So. Seventeen-year um, vet. That's great. Yeah, it's pretty wild.
2: Um, but the next match on the show was Linda and Mai Sakurai defeating Momokogo and Saya My Mai Sakurai got the win with the MPR. And this was this was kind of shit. Oh. I don't know. This was like yeah. a Mayumi Ozaki match, but without the fun of it being Mayumi Ozaki.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, the one thing that I grabbed from this was that it's like, oh, Mai Sakurai is just like, she is primed to be the next Saki Kashima. Um in fact, she's already kind of becoming the next Saki Kashima, even though she's older than Saki Kashima. So that's a bit funny. <laughs> um, but like, that's kind of where I saw this match, and I was like, "This is like, this is like, this is just Saki Kashima, but not as good in this sort of situation." Um, and yeah, I get what you were, what you mean. I, I did, I. Wasn't really into this match when I watched it, and I saw on Twitter somebody was like, Ida was getting way too into those those whip shots," and I was like, "I need I need to go back and watch that spot," and I watched it. Ida was definitely getting a bit too much into the, <laughs> into into the the whip shots from Linda, but that ain't none of my business. The Yuko girl, you know all that.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah, they they choked Rossi too, and uh, there, there was so many okay. levels of uncomfortable. <laughs> I I know I hate it. I hate it. Please stop. Um so yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna move past that match. Uh,
1: you're a big right to censor type of
2: guy, I see. Listen, man, I just don't want to see people getting whipped on my screen while I'm watching wrestling. <laughs> that's I don't think that is a tough ask. Right? I don't okay, think that, that Okay, that one I'm not
1: going to. That one okay. yeah, I'm, I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not going to. Not going to bite you on that. Yeah, okay, thanks.
2: Um, so the next match was Amisore Sore and Marai. Uh, beating Haruka Umasaki and Starlight Kid in just over twelve minutes. Um, I've spent a long time slandering Mariah and Ami as a team and then they just went out here and had a really good match this time. Like That's where where really was good. this when they were challenging for the tag belts? <laughs> Why? Um, you know Ami and Umasaki yeah. were so good though.
1: Yeah.
2: I, I like there's there are people who don't think Ami story is good and I'm just mind blown. Like her match and Umasaki right. were so good in this match.
1: I think she has. I think she has good days. She has bad days. Um, definitely. But yeah, I, I think her and Umasaki killed it here. Uh, I think I, I, every time Umasaki's is kind of like not even like a centerpiece. But I remember the last New Blood. She was like in that four-on-four match. I think, and it was kind of meh because she wasn't really like. I think Kid was the star of that one more than anything. And I was like, eh. But anytime time is like in a premier spot in one of these matches, she always delivers. Um, and I think she's just really, really good, and she fits perfectly for this brand. Uh, and also, I did find it funny that Mirai kept knocking her off the apron, so in the end, she just went, you know what? I'll just concuss her. I'll just knock her out, why not? And then she just did that, and I was like, oh, that's, that's one way to, to, to get your receipt. <laughs> so yeah.
2: Yeah, the finish of this match was was so funny because Marai had a kid locked in the Miramare, the the arm the armbar, and yeah. Haruka just bonked her with a chair. <laughs> I know, and
1: it was like like Ruaka and Rena were like distracting the ref, and then they just stopped and watched her, and then the ref turned around and watched her, and she just fucking like she does not know how to swing a chair because she's swinging it the wrong way, that it just was a thud, right? usually it's supposed to break over the head and like you know she just did it the opposite way and just thudded her it was just fucked um and yeah mirai was out for like the next eight minutes
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> because um way you know kind of attacked after the bell a little bit and uh tomoka inaba came out to to fend them off and um tomoka was like hey can i join god's eye and Siri got on the microphone and was like, uh, Mariah, Ami, have you guys got any objections? Mariah, <laughs> laying there, <laughs> eyes glazed over, probably concussed. And yeah. Siri's like, D- do you have any objections? <laughs> and I thought that was so
1: funny. Do you have anything to say, Mariah? <laughs> anything? Anything at all? Just dead on the floor?
2: Yeah. She, no? okay. She literally was just completely cocked out. And I don't know why Siri asked her. Um, <laughs> it would be implied not to, Alex. Come on, no? I guess maybe, maybe Murai grow, grow no in, i uh, approval. It
1: would it would be so funny if she did the the MMA thing where you like lift their legs and you're like Marai, Marai, you good? Okay, we're gonna we're gonna invite Inaba into the group now. Cool. And she's just like all hazy and shit. That would be funny. Umasaki also big league kid. I don't yeah. know what the fuck that was about.
2: Her whole like thing that felt
1: is weird. A bit, yeah, like, I mean, it felt like the opposite of what you would expect out of this situation. Because um, she did the Oedo tie thing. She finally succumbed to the evil, the evil of, of Oedo tie. And then she's like, nah, nah, you, I, I'm i better than this. And it's like, you just you just concussed someone with a chair that said Oedo tie on it. What? So, yeah, that was that was a bit odd, but, you know. I thought this wasn't all fun. All of this, like this entire segment, was pretty fun. Yeah, no, it was great.
2: Um, so, be joining God's Eye is cool. Um, She's obviously going to be a part-time member because she is the queen of JTO, and she still gets kind of use in in Sandai Girls and stuff. But you know, she's a nice addition because also... she's obviously going to join eventually. You know, JTO is what it is. It, it produces talent to go elsewhere, be that on the male side or the women's side. Um, I think her going to God's eye makes a lot of sense with how they wrestle and their aims. Uh she isn't exactly the uh, splash of personality that I think the group needs still, but you know, it's a good place for her to develop to develop her in rings at
1: least. I think she's a Micah. Um where like after getting a bit comfortable I feel like she'll have a lot of personality. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's like Micah was, was that vacuum of per- personality at first as well. Oh. Um, and now I feel like she kind of has, like, one of the most, like, she's one of the most charismatic on the roster, just with no effort whatsoever, just being a bit weird, a bit odd. You can't really tell what the fuck's going on with her. Um, and I think, I think that, I think Taka trains those type of wrestlers. Uh, and I, I think she'll probably be like that. Because, like, she'll just be, she posts shit on Instagram. That's, like, the funniest shit I've ever read, um, just randomly. And I'll be like, what the f- Okay, Inaba, cool. That... All right. Um. So I think she, I think she has something under the table that will come out more as she gets more opportunity to shine.
2: All right. Well, let's hope so. Uh, either way,
1: she's a good addition to the group, and um, she's what they needed
2: uh, as an opinioner. You know, she's somebody who can actually yeah. lose. So maybe God's is going to lose matches now. Shocker. Um... Poor
1: her though, because like Hami is. <laughs> is, is like, way less experienced than she is.
2: Yes, but listen, it is what it is. Um, Inaba, though, she's she's obviously going to join Stardom at some point full-time, and that's going to be great. Um, You know, as great as JTO is, um, it's it's not really the platform for these people to stay forever. Like, that's just not what it is. Um, So, you know, this is a good start, and I'm glad that they kept her away from Micah, because I feel like her Paired with Micah was like an easy decision, but I don't think it would have worked all that well. Um, I
1: think it would have worked, but I, I get what you, I get your your stance, yeah.
2: Uh, the next match on the show, then, uh, speaking of JTO, it was Hanan defending the future of Stardom Championship against Aoi. Uh, Hanan won just in just under nine and a half minutes with a backdrop hold, and um, Aoi looked as good as ever, you know, still very, very good. Obviously, the next great hope of JTO will be eventually beat Inaba for that belt, and um, presumably will also get signed eventually. But, um, you know, she she put in a good effort here, I think. Uh, for somebody who is less than two years in, Aoi has some, some matches that are way more solid than, than they should be.
1: Yeah, it, it was funny after the match as well, as that it's like, bro, I just had a championship match after finding out my tag team partner was joining a different group. What the fuck? <laughs> and then Inaba's like, "Nah, we still cool." And she's like, "Yeah, all right."
2: Oh, uh, okay. yeah, I saw that tweet that uh, Aoi yeah. was like, "If you leave me, I will follow you to the ends of the earth," or something. Which yeah, would be very cool if they played off that.
1: And and Inaba's like, "No, I still love Owie Tomo is forever, bro." And she's like, "Yeah, okay, okay, <laughs> we'll see, we'll see." You're gonna break my heart, aren't they? I they're gonna break my heart too, man. I'm, I I, that, I texted you that I was like, yeah, that's all good, fine and good, but like, Ali Tomo could have been in the fucking tag league, bro. Like th- we could have had that, but no, it's Shuri and, and Tomo, which is also cool. Don't get me wrong. Um, you know, they just love breaking my heart. Oh, uh fuck! I said home girl instead of saying saying who actually did it. Somebody did a triangle lancer in this match. Yeah, Aoi. Yeah, Aoi did a triangle answer and I popped huge for it. I hate when my notes are too vague for me to understand. <laughs> that's
2: so funny. I mean you wouldn't call Hanan homegirl, I don't think.
1: I, I will I always I call everybody on the roster homegirl. Okay.
2: But Aoi feels like more homegirl than Hanan.
1: So yeah.
2: Yeah, that's that's better. Roll of thumb there. So it would be Aoi. Um after the match then we learned our next future Stardom champion is going to be Ami Sore, because she is going to destroy oh, and I was Han-An. man. Uh, Alan yeah. has hit ten defenses, which is kind of where we expected her to have her reign end. And I suppose going to Amy is kind of, a, kind of a lateral move because you you know Amy is a strong enough wrestler that she's going to have those solid opening matches. She can run through all of the defenses again. Um, and yeah, she'll drop it eventually. It's it's going to be a similar reign that goes quite long, and uh, she'll
1: probably she'll probably just
2: vacate it. Yeah, I'd imagine because she's, she's going to hit three years some point next year,
1: right? Yeah, I, I think it might be September next year.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, so, she might vacate, or they might have signed somebody by then who they want to, to belt up instead, but I'll we'll have to wait and see there. Either way, Ami is definitely winning the belt, um, and we're going to kind of cycle back through all the challengers. So, it should, should be fun. I think fine. the
1: only. I think the only match that they missed was a was a triple threat between the the sisters, but I mean they did they did them back to back the singles matches, so I get why they weren't going to do that. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the only match that like I would have probably booked that they didn't book. Otherwise, this has been a great ring for Hanan.
2: Yeah, no, this has been her like defining she is run, something yeah. kind of run that we're all going to look back on because um, you know that record of ten defenses isn't going to get broken anytime soon. I don't think. Like that's that's their benchmark. And um it's gonna take a very special wrestler to break it. Um that was New Blood. Um I thought that was the weakest New Blood of the bunch, but I don't know if that's being harsh.
1: Um It might be. It might be a bit harsh, but also like I wasn't a fan of it. Like yeah. I well I wasn't not a fan, but it was it was weak. Um but I remember I remember either two or three was also pretty bad. In my opinion, I also it was
2: three. I think we were riding play. high for the first two, and then the third one was a bit. Yeah, three down. was
1: the best. Yeah, three was not good. Um, it had Suzu and Marai, but otherwise it was pretty mid.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, I think this is probably the weakest one. Yeah,
2: no, I think that's that's pretty fair. Um, and I mean, I guess it's because g- at this point we've the newness has worn off a bit, and we've realized ah they're not giving much away, so it's kind of like
1: oh wait, 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 wait the miyu tam match shit yeah i
2: forgot all about that (laughs) Uh,
1: i didn't watch it. (laughs) yeah
2: so um our main event was a the supernova match it was uh tam nakano beating miyu amasaki and um they i mean this was pretty standard for what you've come to expect from these miyu trial matches like she fought back and uh her opponent gave her a lot. This went 14 minutes, by the way. I, I almost didn't even realize. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tam did a good job, though, as as you'd kind of expect on top, you know, and there was a bit of her trying to, to bring something out of Mew that, that worked a little bit. Um, but Mew still has those kind of gaps in her game. Um, but Tam, Tam kind of got a good bit out of her. And uh, I honestly didn't even know it's the 14 minutes go by when, when Tam put her down, so... I guess, like, it was fine, you know, compared to, you know, some of Miyu's recent efforts, but definitely not, like, blow away or anything.
1: Do you know what happened to Miyu? Because she was supposed to be on these shows afterwards, and she just wasn't. Um, nope. Did she just ditch her partners? She was supposed to be in that, that handicap match. Oh. Um on the 10th it was supposed to not be a handicap match it wasn't the 10th it was it was day 10 Uh,
2: i didn't notice that yeah
1: i was like i was like damn she is so she is so part-time that she she just abandons her partners at a whim like just like nah i can't make it for that one (laughs) house ain't big enough brother (laughs) (laughs) yeah Mew doesn't roll out
2: of bed for for less than like five grand you know yeah yeah, people used to say that about Rey Mysterio. Remember that? It was like yeah, he doesn't even show up unless you pay him like twenty thousand quid or something.
1: That's that's so fucked up because that's literally the most like legendary <laughs> wrestler of all time. Uh, but yeah, no, she is the new Rey Mysterio. Shout out, Kevin. Oh yeah! Actually, no, don't shout out. Kevin. Shout out, don't shout out, Kevin.
2: No, Kevin kind of Kevin isn't. Kevin isn't doing it for us. Um, yeah, I don't know why she was off that show. I didn't even realize. Um, maybe she's hurt because they do like to just pretend that people who are don't exist for a little bit or maybe it was a physical condition thing
1: also also despy uh bought her 90 dollar uh photo book jesus christ
2: that is a lot of money
1: dude no i know because i was looking at i was looking at the international store i'll be honest um and i was like oh the photo books like because the yen has depreciated Mm -hmm. right so i was like oh the the photo books are only like 22 bucks like that's a that's a steal right now um and i looked at 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 uh muse it's still like ninety. And I was like, that's insane. Is that big? I get it's bigger. Like it's like, a, it's like a, a premium
2: version still. Yeah. Like, the ones are no, no, no,
1: no. I I think maybe in part, but it's also because she got like a big book. Right. Like she got like a like a Playboy book. Like a big, you know. I don't know that much about this. I should probably stop. Okay. Um Yeah. But yeah, it's a lot of money. And desby dropped that. Uh for that and starlight kid said why are you doing this let's leave <laughs>
2: that's crazy
1: it was a great video it was a great Honestly,
2: video that's why was so weird um but we're we're yeah. about an hour in and we have two shows to go um so the second show to review is on august 27th uh this is at the Cork corican hall they did one thousand five hundred and eleven fans for this which uh they they say is sold out so another sellout corican for stardom great number i
1: mean 1500 is Damn near a salad and Cork. Yeah, like I, you don't see many that get more.
2: You know, you know no, not at all. So you know, another great number for Stardom. Uh, this outdrew Stardom x Stardom, which will never not be funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> and reviewing shows like this is kind of difficult because every match was good, <laughs> and that gets repetitive yeah, halfway through the card. And there, a lot of them didn't have much like story stuff to grasp onto.
1: Yeah, this is a. This is a clean sheet
2: yeah. for me. So so reviewing it is like, this was a good match. This was also a good match. And that was a good match. So that might prop up here, but there's nothing we can do. Blame Stardom for not being bad, okay? Um, in the opener, we had Mai Sakurai beating Unagi Sayaka in five and a half minutes with the NPR. Um I quite like this. So I thought it set the tone for what we were gonna get throughout the show. You know, they didn't waste any time, didn't waste any motion. They hit each other, not
1: super hard, but things were snug, and the energy was high. It's probably it's probably my favorite my match from the tournament, uh, so far. Right. Even even as of the next one, because that was the, that's that's a discussion we're gonna have to have. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I thought this was like one of my Sakurai's better. Straight singles matches, mm-hmm. um, and I thought it had like just it was just really clean. There was a good intensity to it, um, and I think Unagi kind of helped her, like look like a look like a star. And yeah, Unagi went for the Castle Crasher, and my rolled her up. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck, what the fuck, <laughs> Todd, what the fuck, why, why is this happening? <laughs> I guess as good as mine. This is what happens when I when I'm like, you know what? I think Unagi could win sometimes. She loses to fucking Mai Sakurai.
2: Nagi's on two points and my on six, which I never would have expected.
1: Um, that is absurd. I know.
2: It gets worse throughout the show. Um, in the Blue Stars block in our next match, oh, yeah. it was Hanan defeating no, Hana, Hazuki defeating Hanan uh, in just under seven minutes with a brain brainbuster. Um, this was kind of in line with all of the other Hanan matches where you know they're they're good and her comebacks are good and her opponent does good work. And that's it, really, you know, like, I've run out of things to say about these Hanan matches other than Hazuki was was very good in it.
1: Yeah, I mean, everything was clean. Everything looked nice. Uh, I get what you mean, because, yeah, Hanan matches a lot. The thing is that a lot of the Stars matches that aren't Hazuki and Mayu, uh, they kind of are the same match mm-hmm. in different variations. I mean, actually, a lot of the match, even Hazuki's matches... Yeah, I think a lot
2: of the are wrestler wrestlers wrestler. are running into that problem. Um, Azumi as well, yeah. where a lot of her stuff is starting to feel a bit similar. Yeah. Um, and you've kind of run out of things to say because you're like, yes, this was good. This is the same as her last four matches. So um, that's that's yeah. kind of the issue I, I had I with, thought... this with, with Hanans is that I enjoyed it, but I also have no idea what to say about it because... The same as the other Hanan matches. Go back and listen to what we said last week. You know, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I liked. I think. I think Hazuki sold very well for her out of the gate. Where when Hanan kind of had that first rush, uh, she like took a neck bump off of a drop kick, and I was like, "That's how you. That's how you put over your your little stablemate." Um, so I like that. But yeah, I mean, not much to say other than Hazuki hit the the holy trinity with the uh, fucking senton. The what is it now? The Hazuki driver and then the Brain Buster, uh, which is basically how she's won every match. Like I said last week. Yeah, you're right. It's getting very repetitive. <laughs> Good match. Um, the next match was Tam Nakano beating
2: uh, Koguma in Red Stars block action. Uh, Tam goes up to four points with this win and Koguma is on six points. Uh, this lasted just under six minutes and Tam got a... The finish isn't on here for some reason, but I'm pretty sure she reversed a roll-up into is her the... own
1: roll-up. She, she got the Andromeda. Yes. Um and
2: this was this was a Koguma match. It's a move she should use more. Yeah, it's a good move. I uh, will I'll give her that. Um and this was a Koguma match, you know, she did a bit of the bear comedy and then she did a lot of flash pins and honestly Tam is really good evil. at the flash pin stuff. For somebody who doesn't do it yeah. a lot. Um so I enjoyed this because Tam is really good at that and Koguma is obviously very good at the flash pin stuff. Um but other than that they didn't do a whole lot.
1: So yeah. You could also kind of feel that pogomo was still kind of upset about tam winning the belt because she was just being like kind of evil in this match like instead of just doing the bear pose she then just like fucking she she did the the thing where you uh fish hook the nose and she just like does that i was like dude what the fuck like because it's like oh like it's like a cutesy spot it's like hey kuma kuma and then she just fucking fish hooks her i was like that's insane she is not she's not feeling she's She's very upset. Uh, so yeah, Kokuma brought out her kind of her gremlin uh, in this one, which was fun. But you're right; it was it was pretty, you know, standard. It was a match. Yeah. Um, it was good.
2: The match after that then was Red Stars block action. Azumi beats Saki in just over seven minutes with the Izumi zushi. Uh, Azumi goes up to ten points with this win, and Saki is on four. Uh, this was a pretty, you know, this was an Azumi sprint. Saki wrestled Azumi's style. Um, which is always very enjoyable to watch. And Saki brought some of her own stuff to it, you know, the big boots every now and then. Um, but there was definitely a part or two where Azumi's pace was just a bit too much for Saki. Um, but yeah. I mean in general I thought this was a this was a fun match. Um but you know, as I as I've kind of said a few times, uh not anything brand new from Azumi in this tournament, but still enjoyable. I
1: I think it was in a because I think this was probably one of, if not Saki's best uh, match in the tournament so far um, because of the flow uh, I remember, I forget who I was talking it was either Parker or Scott that we were talking about with uh, Saki and Nozaki, where like that match, it was perfect for Saki because she didn't have to do too much other than just do her good moves well, and it's just like the pace kind of carries it mm-hmm. itself, right? Um, and I kind of feel like that's how this one worked. It felt like it was very back and forth. It kind of had like a good flow and pace to it that it didn't need much. There, there wasn't a lot to fuck up, right? <laughs> there wasn't. There wasn't a lot to like mess up or like make it so that it like wasn't enjoyable. It was always consistently pretty fun. So I, I appreciated that, though. Obviously, Azumi uh, just kind of does that most of the time. But, but Saki added a, a nice amount of flavor mm. to it. And yeah, compliments to the chef. She sat at the top of, of the block. I don't know if she. I I think she might be tied with somebody now, um, or maybe somebody overtook her. But yeah, that's my girl. Uh, yeah,
2: um, and yeah, she. It was after this match that she called out Izuki and uh, Fukigan Death. Uh, Fuki was wasn't there, so Hazuki came out and kind of addressed her. And Hazuki was like, "Oh, you finally came calling for me," which is is cool. You know, Hazuki's been waiting. That was right.
1: Also. They both are at the top of their blocks right now. Neither of them yeah. are gonna win. But when you think about it like that, that's such a cool like timing mm-hmm. thing to have like the two tops of the block like call each other out. I think that's really cool. Also, one more little thing just to get it in there. Um, after the match, Azumi like flash pinned her and then like flew out of the ring, just like rolled out there, and she was laying there, and then she just kips up and looks like she hasn't gone through a match at all. Like she just kips up, she's like, Okay, I'm cool now. I was like, that's That's so badass. I I know that nobody cares, but yeah, it was, it was just such a little thing that she's like, okay, I won. (laughs) I was like, God damn. Um,
2: The next match on the show was in Blue Stars block action. Mayu Biwatani beat Mina Shirakawa with a uh, glamorous collection Mina reversal in just under five minutes. So this was Sprint Mayu and, you know, Sprint Mayu is good. I was surprised by how good Sprint Mina was uh, because she was really able to keep up with the pace um, and I was kind of surprised at how much they gave Mina, because usually when Mayu wrestles the Cosmic Angels, turns into a murderer.
1: Mayu made sure. Um, Ma- Mayu made sure not, and there's a very specific spot in this match, where Mayu made sure not to give Mina too much to be proud of. Uh, but we'll talk yeah. about that in a
2: second. Um, this is that usually Mayu turns into a murderer when she wrestles the Angels, but she really kind of let Mina get a lot here. And even the finish was... Mayu reversing something into a flash pin, like it came out of nowhere. So it, was survival, it wasn't yeah. even like a definitive Mayu win. It was almost like she just snook the win, you know. So there was a lot of surprising stuff here. It's just the length and how much Mayu gave Mina, and Mina really doing well in the sprint setting. Um, so, you know, I, I, I was surprised by quite a bit about this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, w- before the match started, I was like looking at them and I was like, I feel like these two can go- can mm-hmm. do something together. Um, especially in this sort of situation, this spot in the card, whatnot. I was like, I think they could probably put this together. And then Mina just fucking forearms the shit out of her. I'm just like, yep, they're about to do it. And yeah, I thought Mina was great with her urgency. It felt like she was like just like trying to win by any means necessary, as like, you know, aggressively and as, you know, powerfully as possible. But one thing that did make me laugh was that mayu who as we know this year has kind of been letting people kick out of the moonsault uh people that she likes at least she she let both um Saya and hanan kick out of the moonsault mm. i believe uh i'm not 100% really sure I, I believe that's that's the case um she went up for the moonsault and then she's like nah and she doesn't hit it And then I was like, wow, she made sure that Mina wasn't kicking out of any of her big moves. Because if you think about it, Mayu didn't hit any of her signature moves in this match. Like, (laughs) and I find that so funny. Because yes, Mayu survived Mina, but she also refused to allow Mina to kick out of any of her good moves. (laughs) And I found that so funny. Um, Because, like, once I saw her, like, she was going up the the turnbuckle and she's like, nah, never mind. I was like, wait a minute. Was she? And then by the end of the match, I was like, she didn't hit anything the entire match. Yeah, and I find that so it's funny. It's great,
2: honestly. Um, and you know, Sprint Mayu is just great. Um, oh, it's great. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, a really Yeah, like a very surprising match. Um, the next match on the show then was Blue Stars Block Action. It was Natsupoi beating Suzu Suzuki in just under, just over ten minutes uh, with a fairy strain. Um, with the win, Natsupoy went up to six points and Suzu is on zero. Um, the visual of Suzu on zero points is utter insanity. Me. It gets worse the next day. Yeah, like she like I don't know how that is, is a thing. Um what if we're just like even with the, wrong deferrals. And she and Julia isn't set up for Julia to win and get the block and she's spoiling Julia. Like who the hell's winning this tournament if not Julia? Because the booking now seems to indicate that Suzu will not go into the final day as one of the leaders. She's not going in as one of the leaders. That kind of undoes the idea of Julia beating her, and it being like the big thing for Julia.
1: It's also a hard sell for Julia to beat Hazuki, because she needs to get like over Hazuki. All the way, because Suzuki beat her, yeah. and presumably anybody that has a tiebreaker over her, yeah. right? So, like, yeah, I don't know. Like,
2: we were all so I get what you mean. Julia though,
1: was that, winning, like, but so much. It was it was Julia or Suzu. Like that was this block yeah. it was Julia or Suzu. Is it possible that Hazuki simply goes through? Maybe doesn't win it, but she just. Because we also, I still feel like like Hazuki beats Momo. Mm. It's it's weird. It's, Hazuki's already like, passed. Would they the, the are they gonna point.
2: redo Utami and Hazuki in the final? Like is Utami going for a second instead? Like I don't really.
1: That would be cool.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm I'm cool with that. Uh, we did already say that Sherry versus Utami is a match they're probably gonna yeah. do. Uh, before. So sushiri sure drops the belt maybe i don't know very interesting but yeah i because like i'm starting to question the julia thing even though at the end of the show julia does kind of give the game away that it's like there's only one person i'm aiming for yeah Everybody she does
2: in saying that julia beaten the shit out of Natsapoy on day two was like ah yes <laughs> this is our winner so um yeah exactly a good job of throwing a lot into question but I, I'm, I'm really, I'm still kind of Julia's winning, but they've done a very good job of making me think, oh no, maybe she isn't. Um, yeah. but,
1: uh... Also, this match, I wasn't that crazy about. Really? Uh, and by that, I mean it was a good match. Like it, All of these matches were good matches, but in terms of what I expect from Suzu and Natsupoi, it was like, okay, okay. Yes, right, all right, um, so... And that's kind of how I was, was qualifying, is that it's like, a Tan versus Koguma match, I don't expect a lot out of. I liked that match, so I consider it a good match. These two, I expect a lot out of, and they slightly underperformed, so it's still a good match, but it's nothing special. Do you get Yeah, what, no, because
2: what I mean?
1: um, they weren't nearly finished.
2: Th- that was kind of it. They weren't nearly finished, right? Like, they, they had a, a lot of levels yeah. still to go, you know? Um they did a lot in ten minutes, you know, they got audible screams from the crowd at some point that aren't allowed to to, to cheer yet or anything. So I love that. That shows man. how good what we got was. There's definitely another few levels to what they could do. It didn't feel like they were nearly finished building things up when the match ended. Um Yeah. There was definitely a lot of room for them to have another one. Now I enjoyed the match. I thought it was very good, but like they these two could have, you know, a, a a match twice as good almost if they if they wanted to. Um but I definitely get where you're coming from yeah. with that. And uh definitely think in, in some ways this did underwhelm and or kind of underperform in that regard, but it was still like very, very
1: good, you know. It was still it was still quite yeah. a good match, yeah. So,
2: yeah, I kind of I understand where you're coming from because I, I do think they had another they had a lot left still in the tank when, when the match ended. Um, next match of the show then was Blue Stars block action it was Ami Sore beating Mirai in 10 and a half minutes uh, this took Ami up to 8 points and Mirai is on 6 so uh, good good showing from Ami I called the upset last week I think
1: um, you did. You did.
2: what I enjoyed about this match is that pretty much every match up until this point was fast paced, a lot of spots people doing shit um whereas this was a lot more grounded right and they obviously they did spots and they did all their cool stuff but because of their styles it was a lot more like two us wrestlers doing cool moves but you know keeping it grounded i think that that flow was so different to basically every match that happened before it that this really stood out um and i love the finish all right i think this GP has been very good
0: Dude, for finishes.
2: Good. Like some of the finishes have been so creative. And this was one of them with Mariah going for her own move. And Ami just catches her. And she's strong enough to keep hold of her. Hit her with the, like a thunder drop. And that was so good, you know?
1: Like, like she, like, like a thunder. it's really
2: hard to do those okay. out of nowhere finishes. This was one of them. Like they just did it, you know? Mariah was going for a move and Ami just caught her. I was like, you've you know, you're in the wrong position. I win. I thought it was really, really well done to to protect Marai but also make Ami look good. Um so I really enjoyed yeah. this. Finish was abrupt. A lot of the finishes have been abrupt, but it was creative. Oh. I really liked that.
1: I love the like a thunderbolt. It's it's so good. It's yeah. So much. Dude, when you like, cause Corkin hadn't seen it yet. And I think that's great. I think that was perfect cuz the only time she ever hit it was where the fuck were they um sorry uh was I don't have it written down doesn't matter was not in Corkin it wasn't even in Tokyo um and so when she hit it everybody in the crowd was like shock was in shock and horror and including Shuri who was just like ah, ah. like she she was just like like I'm the verge of like tears cuz of how like fucked it was and then she went in the ring and she's like you alive Mirai you, you good and she looks over at Ami she's like great job kid It was. I was like it's such a good sell from Sherry. of such a great move I loved I loved her getting it off the rebound I thought that was like a great like abrupt thing um, sometimes those abrupt things like really like fuck up the momentum of the match and like make it feel like you're you're missing out on something this worked perfectly where it was just like, nope, that's exactly where it's supposed to end. Um, yeah, I thought Mariah's lariats were also mm-hmm. really good in this one. And yeah, I thought this was just really good. Mariah felt like a gremlin. She felt like a tall yeah. little shit in this match. And I like that. I appreciate that. Of course, this is the match, the battle of, of the soul of Kyoko Inoue. And Amisori held on to it. So she is the Inoue uh, as of now. Um, which is not an insult. Uh, it's just It's just how it is. Definitely.
2: Uh, speaking of creative finishes though, our next match was Red Stars block action. Himeka beat Risa Serra in just over 7 minutes with a running power powerbomb. Uh, Himeka goes up to 8 points with that win and Risa Serra is on 6. Um, the action here was good again, another grounded match. Uh, Risa Serra's impactful offense met Himeka's power offense and that really showcased a lot of their strengths. And then the finish again was abrupt, but creative. Uh, Risa Serra goes up top to do her own move, uh, gets caught, and is hit with the running power bomb and loses. And it was as simple as that. You know, you protect Risa Sarah while Simika gets the win. It's really clever. Um, And, you know, a lot of the finishes, as I said earlier, in this tournament have been like that, where they just kind of come out of nowhere. They're creative enough that you're like, yeah, okay, I, I respect what they did here. Um, And that's kind of what happened here, where... Yes, they could off a really good match, but it was so creative that you're almost like, yeah, no, that's that's all right. I'll, I'll give you a pass.
1: Yeah, the, these two finishes for Jumbo this past weekend were mm-hmm. incredible. Um, the Saki one, I will want to go into because I, I adored that. Um, but yeah, I thought this was a really, really good match. I liked that it felt like Risa kind of had Jumbo's number and Jumbo kind of had to like figure out how to be like how to deal with being overpowered in such a way, because um, it wasn't like just like the like functional, you know, utami type of overpowering. It felt like Risa was just like mauling her. Right at, at a certain point, she was just stomping on her head repeatedly, over and over again. And Jumbo was just like she couldn't she couldn't figure out how to do it. And eventually, it was a big thing, and it, it like was like a whole a whole an old issue, right where. Jumbo was like getting completely dominated and then just one small little thing of her stopping Risa just ended the match. And I thought that was a really, really clean way to do it. Uh, I didn't expect this match to be so good. Um, like a Risa Jumbo match. You don't really know what to expect. that uh, was really great. I-, I enjoyed it thoroughly.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. uh yeah, yeah. I agree with everything you say. Um, oh, I've just noticed they have moving graphics for all out. That is great. This,
1: <laughs> Jake yeah, um, and Athena I think Swerve really was like freaking out about it. It's gonna be a cool match. Yeah, Swerve was like, "We got moving graphics. We got moving graphics." So good that.
2: All right. Um, so the next match on this show was Red Stars Block Action. Mikey beat Utami Hayashida in 14 minutes with a Mishinoku driver. Uh, Micah goes up to six points with that win. Utami is you on were
1: right eight. Um, yeah, this one. This entire show was just me being wrong.
2: Oh. Yeah. See, I, you know, I I know what but, I'm doing sometimes. Um, yeah. so this match, I did not think Micah and Utami had no. this in them because they're both slow build. They both I... pace things out and they leave the big stuff to the end. And that's fine. This time, just threw bombs for almost the entire match. It was just it was just a yep. clash of these two wrestlers who should really be butting heads a lot more than they are. And they were just button heads, and it was great. And, and Micah was so good, and I love how she's just able to hit the Michinoku driver and plant people at any point she wants. Um, and Utami was so good with her power offense, and the, the the entire match was so fun. Like I just really, I did not think they had this in them at all, and they really blew me away.
1: I talk about this shit constantly. I know people are tired of me hearing hearing me say it, but. The use of the superplex in mica matches continues to be one of my favorite things in wrestling. Because this time, Utami was like, you know what, fuck you, I'm going to do a superplex. And she fucked herself up. Like, that was a big contributor in why she Mm -hmm. lost, was because she hit the superplex, and she just ate all of it. And she did not know how to eat all of it. Because superplexes hurt both people. (laughs) <laughs> and, and when you don't know how to do a superplex it's gonna hurt you a lot and I loved that she just like start. she just yelled because of how much her hitting a move hurt because she doesn't know how to do it and she was just working off of adrenaline, she knows that Micah does that shit to her all the time and she's gonna do it to her and then she fucked herself up right, and I loved the finish I thought that the finish was so well it was a way to make Utami look stronger than one michinoku driver without having her kick out of the michinoku driver that is such a smart like just the way that even it even functioned right because it was like a read of a read where it's like Mika hit the michinoku driver was like like she was out she couldn't pin her so she was like you know what i know if i pin her she's gonna kick out so i'm gonna get her ass up and hit the Enka and she hits the Enka and she kicks out of that and it's like okay so, like, Utabi doesn't have that over her. Nobody's kicked out of the Michinoku driver. Yeah. Technically, right? Perfect. Just a perfect... Mika's use of her moves and the way that she, like, protects them and just, like, spaces them out, even though I get that certain matches of hers maybe fall short and sort of, like, the flow kind of, you know, makes it worse, I think the way she treats her moves is so yeah. great. And that's that's... I know it's a real nerd thing to think about, but it's just, it's wonderful. She went with a twisting Michinoku driver. She put a little, little bit of swag on it. And yeah, uh, loved it. Really, really good yeah, Micah is, is having
2: a very good tournament. Um, I think we said this last yeah. week because, you know, GPs do turn you into a bit of a metronome sometimes. But, um, you know, she's she's really taken to the 15-minute time limit really well. She's, she's emphasized her yeah. cool moves and her power. More than her grappling, and it's it's been really fun to see. Um, as good as that match was, though, the main event was even better, and this was <laughs> Julia beating Starlight Kid in about eleven minutes with a Ginoske clutch. Um, I didn't. I don't have the point totals in front to be anymore. I think Julia went up to f- six points with that, and Kid is on four. Um yes, that. I know, kids. Yeah, that's, that seems board. about right. Julia went up to six. Um... I love this match. I love that Julia immediately attacked her during her entrance and ripped at the mask. I love how much Julia hates this mask. I love how it plays such a role in all of their matches and their feud. Um End of the show, former guest, uh James Carlin, he wrote something on his substack. I think if you just like look up his name, it should show up. Um and about like Starlight Kid and the mask, and how it affected this match, and I read his article before watching the match, admittedly, while watching the match, I could see it, like having the mask ripped and everything like that it, like, knocked the heel Kid away it was like, it brought Kid, it brought the real Starlight Kid out you know, this was Star's Starlight Kid, the pretend overconfidence and the the fake heelishness it was gone and in its place was Starlight yeah. Kid fighting for her life, but with a bunch of new tricks up her sleeve. And I thought that was really interesting. It's like, you rip at the mask, you're almost like ripping away this pretend character the Kid is, because you always say Starlight Kid is so fake, or a heel role. but maybe that's the yeah. point, right? Because we know her long-term future is as a babyface. You see matches like this, where that heelish confidence and all that is just knocked away. And in its place is the wrestler that we used to know. And obviously her and Julia work really well together in that dynamic. So the match that followed was great. And Julia was so heated. And Kid was so heated. um, That it just, you know, uh, the match started at 100 and just kept going. And it was so great. And there were so many layers to what was going on during the match as well. That um, James wrote about really well. So uh, check out that if you can. But, you know, definitely there was something to seeing Starlight Kid with her mask ripped and how that changed her
1: almost. You know, I didn't read the article. Um not a big reader. No, uh I, I, I didn't and but when you said that, it reminded me of a point in the match, maybe it was right after the match, I don't remember. It was either later into the match or after the match. That kid was like just there. It was I think it was after the match. That kid was just sitting there with her ripped mask and you could I just like saw the look in her eye and I always used to say about this about Momo that you could tell the look in Momo Watanabe's eyes like could tell Mm -hmm. you a lot about whether how she feels about the match or if she's going to win the match I used to say you know like just like sort of like intensity or just like a look in her eye and when I looked in Starlight Kid's eyes she just looked like a baby face she's looked like a good guy and I was just like you know I was like, I don't want to her because she's annoying and she's ugh. But like, I looked in her eyes and I was like, I feel her. Like, and I don't. And that—that's my main issue with Starlight Kid most of the time is that I just have such an emotional disconnect from her because she feels phony, right? And I—I I don't think that's unfair of me is to that say, the especially point, if
2: are we if the, like are we, might, are we are we through no, the looking here? Might, is she a baby face pretending to be a heel, and that's the whole thing? Is, this, is she meta gaming like, us? It could.
1: I would <laughs> not <laughs> be surprised, it's, dude. If she, <laughs> she's yeah, she's like, she's like, I am seven steps ahead because you think I'm a bad heel. I'm just purposefully a babyface who is a bad heel because being a bad heel and it's like just like no, like too much like 40 mm-hmm. chess. But no, I I do think that that's like a very valid point to be made, especially with her dynamic with Julia, right? And I think Julia's match with, Ju- with Natsapoy, I didn't get to watch all of it, but I felt like it was good, but it wasn't at this level because it felt like they were doing the same thing, but with less structural meaning behind it. I don't know why, but this felt like it had more meaning than the match that realistically has like backstory to it. And I just found this match really, really captivating. Really interesting. I loved seeing Julia beat the shop, kid. It was very (laughs) enjoyable. But then right at the end, it was just like, hmm. And then you think back to that kid Julia match from years ago when when kid was a babyface and it was one of kid's best performances. And like to this day, it was one of her best matches. And like you just think about like it. She's the same person. She's the same character. She's just a shitty little fucking gremlin. And it I don't know. It it is a very interesting match. I also love that Julia sat in the Gnosuke clutch for like ten seconds just to make sure Kid knew that she lost. Um that was a beautiful finish as well. Uh Julia also imitated the claps that kid's been trying to get over. Um because it's like star. It's New Day like rocks, kid. isn't
2: it? It's the New Day. Like kid,
1: right? Yeah. It is. It's the exact same one. I imagine that's supposed to be, you know. But yeah, it, she so she started imitating that and like not only did kid call back and like feel like the kid I used to really, really like and appreciate. And like, just, I felt that, but also Julia called back to a lot of Hannah's like just tendencies because she used to be the one who would fuck with kid and her mask every chance she got. And like just certain things I was like, Reminded me a lot of not only uh babyface starlight kid but also of Hana Kimura. So it was a really it was a it was a very it was it was a lot. It was a good match,
2: yeah. No, it was great, and there's so much story implication to read into it. Um, and this is a reminder that that there's a lot of mountains for kid to climb, you know, like she's a she's a long term protagonist in stardom essentially, like these. Like, this is all going to oh. come back eventually, you know, because <laughs> um, not only does she have Mayu to surpass, but she's going to have to beat Julia eventually, you know. Um, how they do that is, a, yeah. is very interesting. So enjoyed this match a lot, and I love that it was another addition to the great Julia Starlight Kid feud. But it was a very interesting point of Starlight Kid's long term progression, which is obviously one of the main stories, basically of the, of the company. Um, so, a lot to enjoy. And uh, a great cap to to just a fantastic Cork and Hall show. Um, just what a show, honestly. So good. Um, and somehow, we did just as good the very next day, uh, on August 28th, in Hamamatsu. This hit 824 fans. Uh, full house, sold out. I did. Hamamatsu is a huge market for them. They do really well here. Um, I've joked to somebody, I was like, they should just do a pay-per-view there. They'll sell like 10k. <laughs> Like they they can put in a guy out to shame by just running here every week. Like they would they they'd make that billion yen revenue that only AJW has done before. Like it would be crazy. Um, I yeah, I didn't watch the opener quite frankly. This was the handicap match. Uh, Fuki and Death Raka and Rena,
1: oh, yeah, Lady
2: either. C and Hina in under ten minutes. I'm not watching a handicap match for ten minutes. So fucked.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah. That's so fucked. Meu's such a Mew's an app now. Yeah, she's an app. She always was. I'm officially stating it anyway, um, but I'm glad you've joined. See, but I like Queens Quest, and I was like, you know what, you know what, Azumi's her friend. I, I'll I'll yeah. trust my homie. But she she don't even she don't even come. She doesn't even mm-hmm. second has she seconded a match like <laughs> at all no idea. ever?
2: <laughs> busy taking photos or something. I don't know. Um, the next match anyway was our first GP match. It was Marai beating Hanan in just under eight minutes with Miramare. Um, again, pretty much in line with most Hanan matches from, from this tournament so far. Um, Kai tackles. goes up to 8 points with the win, and Hanan stays on 0. Uh, yeah. The next match was Blue Stars block action. It was Saya Ida beating Momo and Abe in 7.5 minutes with the uh, Ida Bashi, I believe.
1: Oh, It was like a, no, uh, a modified a, Ida Bashi. It was an O'Connor roll. Sure. No, it wasn't the, Iida Bashi at all. The website has the first Ida Bashi, and I was like, "Oh, so it's it's, it's Ida."
2: well." Thing. I
1: guess well, because Bashi just means bridge. So anytime she bridges well, like, in a Iida move, bridge. I think that's all right, an Iida so Bashi, Iida bridge,
2: Basically, <laughs> all right. Anyway, um,
1: yeah, that so she she bridged with an O'Connor roll okay. with an arm-trapped O'Connor okay. roll. So yeah, it was cool. Um, she now yeah. has more points than Suzu. Oh yeah. <laughs> So Saya goes up to two points with that and Momo's on six.
2: Um I enjoyed the match. um uh, Momo is good, Saya is good. Uh Saya sold some of Momo shit so well. Um yeah. and you know, Saya's comebacks were good. So I, I enjoyed this one. Yeah. Um, I I I-, was solid. I don't wanna go too long on this, but I did say I would expand on it. Um way to tie Momo and Kid both have losing records. Sucking dick. Yeah. Right now. So Momo and Kid have losing records. Uh Saki has only four points. If things continue this way. I wonder if there's gonna be a purpose to this. Like, uh I, I feel like this would be a good way to reintroduce Natsuko Dora is if they do really badly in the GP and she comes back sure in, in to show. reassert her dominance as the leader and is like gets them back to winning ways, right? Like I feel like that's would be a reason that that everybody's doing poorly. Um, it's a bit early to say that because obviously, Kid has only had like five matches. I want to say, um, and Momo has only had a few as well. So things can turn around, but it's something to keep an eye on. I guess that if Oedo Tai keep underperforming and dropping points, that maybe this is leading to that Natsuko Dora return, and she's going to be a big, you know, a big story point for kind of the latter
1: half of the year. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. I think that's like a great move. Uh, Because, yeah, I think, I've noticed that I haven't been that annoyed by Oedotai Mm. lately. And then I realized, oh, it's because Oedotai are failing at every turn. Yes. That's fun. Um, And that even kind of carries on into uh, the Jumbo Saki match that I want to talk about a little bit, where it's like, they're just looking like nerds right now. You know what I mean? Like, they they ain't looking hot. So I I am very excited for Natsuko to come back, and I hope that she kind of gets, like, a layer to her character when she comes back and, like, kind of does feel like a true leader, because I don't think she ever really got the chance to feel like a leader of her own faction as much as she was just fucking with everybody else's Mm -hmm. and, by proxy, just the person in charge. Uh, I kind of want to see her and a to tie kind of like form something more than just, well, I'm going to steal this person from you because ha, I'm going to steal this person from you. Cause ha. And it's like, that was like the only time Natsuko had, had got to be a leader yeah. was either when they were suffering with like two people with her and Saki alone, or when she was just stealing people. And that was it. Like there was no a to tie. It was just a to tie and whoever they were feuding with just mm-hmm. grabbing people from there. So, I kind of want to see like the non-war times uh, Natsuko Tora. I think it'll be really interesting to see that her rip with people in the shape. Definitely. But, yeah, Definitely. I think be cool.
2: um, now, the next match on the show was Red Stars block action. It was Tam Nakano beating My Sakurai in nine minutes with the Tiger suplex. Uh, this brought Tam up to six points, and My Sakurai stays on six points. Um, you said we have to have a conversation about this, so I assume you didn't like it. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it walked the tightrope that is Tams Road very well. Um, it did have a lot of the dramatics, but it was kinda outweighed by the the intensity that they were working with and like the the stiffness of some of the shots they were throwing. My um, sacra even busted a headbutt at one point. Like I was I was here yeah. for it. So um, as much as they tried to layer on a lot of storytelling, they did kind of beat the shit out of each other as well. Um, so I was okay with it.
1: The moves were cool. Mm-hmm. I liked the yes. moves. Um, but I never thought I would see Tam stick her epic into a nine-minute match with a... Uh, I don't even know what to call Mike Sakura anymore. I guess she's not a rookie, but...
0: Mid-carter. With a rookie?
1: Uh, lower mid Um <laughs> I ain't ready to, I ain't ready to okay. give her that yet. Um, I never thought I would see that, and I saw it, and I was like, huh, it's more fun to watch this than a TAM epic that's 25 minutes long. Yes. But there's still something inherently annoying about these kinds of TAM matches.
2: Vel- Velke just, if... <laughs> just stood up and applauded. ever he's listening, this man just stood up and applauded.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's like... Even like the stiff shots were cool. I loved when Tam would like kick her, but then every once in a while, Tam would just stand there Mm. over her and just be like, and just breathe. And I was like, "You can do moves now. You can continue to wrestle. You don't need to give your like. You could just, you could just have a match. Like sometimes. And the thing is, is that sometimes, yeah, I think like a cool, like you know, a cool shot is cool. You know, like there are some really great like, photographs of, like, Tam and Julia in, like, these, like, melodramatic moments, and it looks cool, but you're in a match against my Sakurai, there are no professional photographers, as far as I can tell, in Hamamatsu going crazy about my Sakurai and Tam Nakano having this very passionate stare-down moment, you don't have to include it, you know, like, you could be, like, dramatic without, like, making everything feel so airy, if that makes sense, it's just, there's just certain, like, things about it that are just like, you don't need to do this. You could just do the cool moves and sometimes add some character into it, make it feel like your own. You don't gotta, you don't gotta do all this. But the shoe headbutt was cool. Tam was laying it in. Uh, my soccer was also laying it in. So, you know, no disrespect. I didn't think like, it was a bad match, but, like, every time I was getting into it, Tam would just do something that would completely take me out. Yeah. And I'd be like, motherfucker. <laughs> I want to like this match, but there were just certain things about it.
2: You yeah, know? no, I gotcha. The the standing around stuff is a bit annoying sometimes. Um, I thought she did it all right enough to where it always felt like she was stopping to invite Mai to to fight back, you know, which is a dynamic I enjoy, which mm-hmm. is when one wrestler knows they're winning. And I was like, come on, just try it. Um I didn't mind the pauses as much because they usually allowed my Sakurai to fire back. Um, yeah, I mean, I've I've also hated the, the pausing sometimes as well, so I get you. Um, and we'll talk a bit more about that match later because it does link to the main event quite a bit. Um, next match was Red Stars block action. Himeka beats Saki Kashima in four and a half minutes with the Argentine backbreaker. Uh, Himeka goes up to ten points and Saki's on four. Um, yeah, this, this was solid match. One of the more forgettable ones of the tournament. It was a lot of Saki, a bit of Tai heat, and then Himeika just won and broke her spine for whatever reason. The finish was so yeah. cool.
1: The finish was so cool. Because tie was just fucking with Himeika and she's like, you know what? I'll kill your mother then. Um, So she just she just killed the mother of Uedotai. She has tried to break her back with the torture rack. Um, That rhymed. I like that. And yeah, it was just that was so cool, like she just kept it on and just kept wrenching on it to the point where like Oedotai all stormed the ring. She dropped Saki and double clotheslined Rena and Death. And then Ruaka and her are just having the standoff. And Ruaka's like, You know what? I'll want i don't, i don't want i don't want to smoke. I'm good. <laughs> but it, it it got Himeka over to the point where it's like, oh, she just took out every member of Oedotai that isn't Momo and Kid uh, while also kind of like maybe teasing a Himeika-Ruaka match which I think would be a cool little match on like a fucking off day or whatever that would be fun and also again Himeika just looks like a badass they didn't have to say anything didn't have to really do all that much she just broke Saki's back and then took out to tie to the point where Ruaka the most fearless child in the world backed down from her like that was cool, I thought that was cool Way to put a make over big. Yeah, it was it was a
2: good one, and it's always nice to see a way to tie get beat up a little bit. You know, that's that's kind of their job. Yeah, um, gives the local crowd something to to get into. Um, but yeah, the match itself is nothing really to write home. But uh, next match My with Red Stars block action, Micah beat Azumi in just under seven minutes with the Mishinoka driver. Uh, Micah went up to eight points with the win, and Azumi is on ten. Um, this was the match where it set in. The fatigue of seeing these Azumi matches, because I was kind of like, "This is very yeah. similar. This feels very similar."
1: Um, I had no notes. I, I just was like, "Yeah, it was, you know." Yeah. What do you think of Mike versus Azumi match? Would be? Yeah. That. Exactly. <laughs> like, it
2: was a good match because they're both having good tournaments, but it was also, it was Azumi's yeah. standard thing that she's done in this tournament. So, it, it, it...
1: Mike's selling was good. Yeah. That was, yep. that was the only thing I had to note, was that at one point, Izumi had her in an armbar, and Michael was just screaming. Mm-hmm. Like, she was just screaming bloody murder, and I was like, that armbar hurts. I could tell. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just one of those Definitely. things. But other than that, yeah. It was it was another match. Michinoku driver. Very played. much so. Uh,
2: the next match was Koguma defeating J- uh, Siri
1: in just over eight minutes
2: uh, in Red Stars block action. Koguma goes up to eight points, and Siri is on six uh, so Koguma got the win with a uh, a roll-up, as you would imagine. Um, Koguma did a lot of comedy, as she has been doing, but that annoyed Suri, so Suri kicked the shit out of her, <laughs> and uh, then they went into the finish, and honestly, that was all I needed. Uh, it's Koguma running away from a mad Suri and trying to bear-pose her way out of it. Iconic. Um, and then Suri kicked the shit out of her, so...
1: I love the contrast of the two high speed aces is that like Izumi uses her like high speed tech to like run her, run circles around her opponent, right? Like in the match against Saki, where she's just kind of like constantly ahead of her. Koguma, on the other hand, uses it to annoy the shit out of her opponent and then run. And I was like, yeah, that <laughs> that's perfect. Like, that's like, you know, that's the other side of the story. Like, I, I like that. And I, at some point early on, I was like, it would be so cool if Koguma rolled her up and won. Uh, I don't think it's gonna happen, but that'd be really cool because I didn't know the result when I watched this, and then it happened, and I was like, I love this so much. This is what, I really like this match. I thought this was one of probably koguma's best matches in the tournament yes. so far, um, which isn't hard to understand since it's against Sherry. But yeah, I thought koguma sold everything about this match perfectly. She kind of did the the Saki thing where it was like, oh, I don't want to fuck with her. I don't want to fuck with her. Bear pose. I got you, and then runs away. You know, like like just a bunch of like bullshit. I loved the way that they blended it in with like Sherry just committing murders, right? Um yeah, I thought it was one of one of the probably the second best match on the show. Uh all
0: that right. I saw at least.
1: Well, no, cuz I I didn't see I didn't see the I didn't see all okay. of Poi Julia, so probably All right.
2: There. fair enough. Um the next match on the show was Blue Stars block action. Saya Kamatani beat Hazuki in just under 13 minutes. Saya goes up to eight points with that win, and Hazuki is on 14, having suffered her first loss of this tournament. Um,
1: That's got to be one of the best streaks in five star. Oh, yeah, because I mean, most of them, you think about it, most of them like, no. didn't even go that long. Most of them are nine <laughs> matches.
2: Yeah, so I, I would say so. Um, Dylan, this match, this, this match, really I was giddy. Like, this reminded me of Tam versus Takumi tell. from last year where I was just like yelling while watching it. I got so hyper. I enjoyed so much of this. It was just pure violence. They were one uh Saya what's what's the name of those kicks that that um Saki Hasegawa used to do? The Savat kick? What? The spinny jump you? Oh, I yeah. was I... Oh, that's uh... Yeah, yeah i i i was I was one of those away from calling this the greatest match ever like all I needed was saya to to it's boot okay. yeah, really all okay. I needed saya was to boot Izuki in the face one time and I was calling this the best match ever Hokuto and kandori be damned
1: um like i i I feel the same way, but like with that one spot where they start slapping each other and say okay. do it harder, do it harder. Like, when they did that, if they did that for maybe, like, 15 more seconds, or just, like, kept that intensity up for, like, 15 more seconds of just hitting each other, it would have been, like, best match of the year, probably. You know what I mean? Like, like just, like, because I-, I loved this match, but there were certain things that I was like, man, if you just did this slightly differently, it would have been, like, the greatest match I've ever seen. Yeah, somehow um, this
2: was,
1: it was, this was so the good. match of the year, but
2: was just a smidge away from being, like, all-timer, uh, for me, anyway, because... I was ready. I was ready to disregard Hokuto and Kandori. and you know how much I love that Hokuto and Kandori match. Yeah, you're like, I was. I was. I was moments away from putting this on that tier. Um, That's wild. Doesn't exactly go on that tier. It's the best match I've seen since the the GP final last year. Though I will say that, like this is really this is the best match That's I've wild. watched since then. Um, I love this. Like just so so happy watching it. I was so happy. Uh, they were just. It was so violent. And so, didn't waste any motion. They didn't waste any time. They just got down to it. It was it was so great. And uh, yeah, you should have seen me like when uh, side of the schoolboy suplex thing. It was I swear. I...
1: Oh, I was I was I was popping for that too. I was like, yeah. oh, you. Yeah, yeah I was, was, I was freaking out. Uh, she just dropped movie. her on oh. her neck
2: too. I I like stood up. I had to stand up. I was like, that is this is amazing. This match was so good. Like just had me as I said yelling at my screen, looking like an absolute nutter as I reacted to every big spot it was it was fantastic
1: it was a great match I, I I don't know if I put it that high, but i I get I get where you're coming from. I knew this match would be good when we went into it and then it was good and I was like, thank God uh yeah that spot I think it really hit another level when uh Hazuki just started bullying saya and then saya was like, do it again. Do it again. Come on. And, like, I was like, oh. Like, I was like, that's what we wanted out of the Kyrie match. That exact spot is what was what everybody was waiting for out of the Kyrie match. Was for Saya to get slapped, stand up, and just look her dead in the eyes. And I was like, I'm so happy that we just got that spot. Because it was such a good spot. And from there, they were just on mm-hmm. another level, right? I mean, Hazuki made my Sakurai's headbutt look like a fucking love tap, man. She went through saya's head with the headbutt um because so we could try to do her trinity she couldn't saya stopped the brain buster and from there it even stepped up from the level it was already on uh saya did make sure uh that the crowd just the crowd wasn't too the, the house wasn't high enough she she did the the firebird and finished it with that instead of the phoenix but yeah i i thought this match was really really good maybe not best match of the year maybe not that level it's for run me no way incredibly um, good. I did
2: like how Suzuki lost because she like delayed the 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 brainbuster cuz usually she does it in one yeah. swift motion, but this time she was like, "Yeah, cheer me on, guys. Cheer me on while I do it." And then that gives There's Saya also the that dynamic to, to of like
1: Hazuki was one of the people who trained mm-hmm. Saya. So like that added dynamic of like just pure like I am better than you. I have been better than you since you started wrestling because I taught you how to fucking wrestle. I think that adds an even, no- like, another level to it of just, like, this, like, kind of, like, heelish attitude that Hazuki had in this match. I thought, like, felt very vindicated, very verified, and I, I did really like it. Um, you you text me, you're like, I think that was a five-star match, and I was like, god damn, he's into it. Uh, maybe, not- maybe not a five-star in my book, but I definitely... I love those matches. That was really Yeah,
2: funny. I specifically called it uh, Goat Tier Wrestling. So, you know, that's, uh, that's good. I, yes. I even told Xavier to watch it. That's how you know a match is good in this GP. If I'm like, Xavier, I know you hate stardom, you should watch this one. Um, yeah, that was great. And, she's. Uh, I'm going to be talking about that match for weeks. Like, I'm just not going to shut up. Um, next match of the show.
1: This is your Natsuko yes, versus this, Tam. This
2: will be my Natsuko versus Tam. Which is funny because my last version of this was a Tam match anyway. Tan versus uh, Takumi. Although yeah. I ended up realizing that loads of people thought that was like the match of the year. So uh, who knows, really?
1: I, I didn't. I thought it was like a really great match. I don't think I had it in the.
2: I, I was going to put it yeah, at yeah, number one be- and I was like, people are going to laugh at me. So I put it at number three. And then everybody was like, no, that was, that was a great match. What are you talking about? So this, this time I'm not doing that. I'm putting this number one. Uh, fight me uh the next match on the show was Blue Star's block action. Julia beat Natsupoy in uh just under eleven minutes with a glorious driver uh Julia goes up to eight points with the win, and Natsupoy is on six uh to say Julia beat the shit out of Natsupoy an understatement uh she was putting that girl through hell for turning on her very cathartic um they 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 deserved yeah <laughs> very deserved uh they mirrored. Tam versus Mai a lot that was an obvious parallel that they wanted to do and I thought that was really cool um and just like Tam beat the shit out of of Mai Sakurai Julia was beaten on Natsupoi and Natsupoi as strong as she is like this was a real reset for her because Julia just ground her into dust it was it was so good uh there was a point where like Julia had um she was just like sitting on Natsupoy and she just like grabs her and gave her a headbutt and tried to just punch her a few times and I was like, Oh she's like she's trying to kill this woman. It was like it was it was scary. Like Julia was on her shit. It was great. Um you know, they had Natsupoy do the, you know, never gives up kind of thing, so she kind of she looked good and she got her licks in every now and then, but Julia just completely
1: demolished her. Um I I was I was worried going into this match that I was gonna have to take another walk on the Tam Road, mm-hmm. uh, but then Julia was just like, nah, I'm just gonna hurt you. I think that's I think that's better. Yes. Um, and I was very happy with that. Uh, I I didn't finish it. Finish it. I think I had like a minute or two left. Like I I was pretty far into it. Um, when we started, but I'm very bad at multitasking, so I didn't want to fuck us yeah. up. Um, but yeah, it was quite good. I I, I really like Julia just hurting mm-hmm. people. Like I think that's great. I think that's a great little thing, especially the two people who had one of the worst matches of the year together. Um, she's she's you know she got back at she got back at them for me. Um, so yeah, good stuff.
2: Um, after the match, tensions kind of boiled over. Uh, Natsupoi was trying to fight Julia a bit. Uh, my Sakurai got involved. Um, Julia and Tan started throwing forearms.
1: So. Oh, we're gonna have to deal with all my Julia.
2: Yes, there there is going to be an you know soon. my julia versus tam and Nats boy match eventually i don't know if tam right or, or i don't know if
1: oh no do they win the tag league
2: i was just going to say i don't know if julia and nats or oh my god i don't know if julia and mai sakurai win tag league or if they're defense number 2 maybe at osaka edion um and then somebody like mai can can win tag league cuz i feel like you can have mike Ma- and ameka challenge and maybe even win the belts if you don't want to keep them on Tam and Natsupoy for too long because you know Micah was obviously pissed that uh Natspoy left so her getting that retribution yeah. kind of makes a lot of sense so I would expect Oh My Julia to challenge like... before yeah. Tag League finishes I would expect them to be the second challengers
1: that would be good um I feel like my Hime should either win Tag League or win the belts from them uh or both, preferably, mm-hmm. but you know. Uh so yeah, I I definitely hope that it's not oh my Julia who gets the gets the shine. This also puts back into question Tam Julia final. Which we like, is it is it death taxes Tam Julia? Like is, is that the reality we live in. Possibly. Yeah. From what I heard about this match, I didn't get to see the aftermath. Uh I'll watch it on mute right now, but that's what it sounded like. Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: I mean, I wouldn't be shocked, and it would make a lot of sense in the current climate to do Juliet and Tam in the final, so I'm here for it, you know? Um, Somehow this wasn't the main event, and this was such a strange decision. The main event was Mayu versus Ami Sore. Mayu um, beat Ami in just over eight minutes. Uh, she reversed the the thunder Thunderbolt finish and uh, got a roll-up, a very weird roll-up. Um, this only went eight minutes. It was a pretty good match because obviously Mayu is good. And uh, she was challenging Ami to chop her. And obviously, Ami chops people really well. So, bad decision from Mayu. Um, yeah, like coming down from the previous two matches to this was quite the system shock. So, as good as this was, I started it, was to... it was never going to be as good as the previous two.
1: I started to realize that there is giving everybody a chance to close the show. Yeah. Uh, there's no other reason for any main event. Like no no main event's a main event anymore. Because <laughs> like, realistically, Saya Hazuki should have been the main event considering Hazuki's the top uh of the leaderboard and also Saya is a champion. Uh so that should have been the main event, but she already Saya already got to close the show. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Mayu hasn't yet.
2: Yeah, no, that's uh that's a good point. Um so that is that show. Um yes. Again, I don't want to stay on this for too long because we've gone long already and uh, we still have two shows to preview. I lied. (laughs) (laughs) I am not one for hyperbole. You know, I've been very hesitant to say that, like, stardom is, you know, so much better than everybody else, that stardom is X, Y, and Z. Um, But there is no Joshi company out there that could put on two shows back-to-back with the quality that stardom just did. You know? Um I think there's very few companies in general who could, you know, put on a, a show with this quality. Maybe AEW if they went all out for two shows in a row. Um, maybe New Japan if they went all out for two shows in a row. But it's been a long time since any company has put on back to back shows that had the highs I mean, that this did. And even like the lows were really good.
1: You know what I mean? Like think about it. The month is ending. Um august yeah one of the greatest you know like i mean i I guess i guess technically the best show was on you know july 30th so okay but the past 32 33 days has been like the best stretch of any company at least this year probably in the last number of years you know like for for five weeks nobody they're untouchable you know what i mean uh i think that's that's pretty clear even though they had that that stinker in there uh mm-hmm. that pay per view, we don't have to talk about that um i think that does need to be said is that like i think if any company it's probably a Joshi company and by that i mean like if every joshi company combined their power and put on a super show that had no star wrestlers on it it'd probably be better yes. but that's about it like <laughs> you know just like everyday matches like this is just a weekend for them right everyday matches they they don't they don't have a lot of competition not only in joshi because i'm not one to to like to bash in our joshi companies i love most other joshi companies um i'm not particularly happy with pro wrestling but you know whatever <laughs> um I, I i not even just joshi company i just think in general like no other company is gonna have two quote-unquote house shows put this on right even though it's Korkin, and it's Hamamatsu. Those are bigger than house shows, but no nobody's moving like that. You know yeah. what I
2: mean? This this is this GP is very reminiscent of those like G1s of the mid tens where New Japan was firing on all cylinders and was yep. like going all out. This tournament is insane, you know? Um there's no Japan Grand Prix that was this good. 'Cause you know, the Japan Grand Prix was never really treated that well. Like we've watched some of them. And, like, some of them are really bad. And some of them you can barely find any of them. Some matches. of them just don't
1: exist. Yeah, yeah, and
2: some of them have 30-minute draws between rookies. Like, no Japan Grand Prix, except maybe, like, 93 or something, which we haven't seen in full yet, but we'll obviously get around to it. But, you know, there's there's no BJW tournament, anyway, that I've seen that ever match the quality of this five-star, you know, like this. Enjoy stardom while... It's happening right now because there's no guarantee this golden stretch continues. Um, but what they're doing right now is just incredible. You know, it's and it's shows like this past weekend that drive that home. I watched that car again and it was just amazing. And I watched this Hammer show and it was one of my matches of the year, you know? Like it's 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 incredible. And it's not gonna stop because this weekend we have even more good stuff. Um, so let's preview that. Uh the first show to preview. Is on September the 3rd. Uh, this is in Kagawa in um, some gymnasium, so probably not going to go all out, but you know we'll have to wait and see. Uh, the opening match is a four-way battle. It's Mirai versus Natsupoi versus Momokogo versus Waka Tsukiyama. Um I wonder who takes the pin there. Big shock, big shock, who knows. Uh, the next match is Suzuki and Saeida versus Momotanabe and Raka. Uh, Raka's taking the fall here because they're not going to have anyone in the GP,
1: lose. I hope they like they like. I wouldn't be surprised if Momo beats Aya uh, no, to get that back. They don't have anybody in the GP lose, so they wouldn't do that. Um, They're dumb sometimes. That's yeah. true.
2: Uh, the next match is Blue Stars block action. Amisore takes on Starlight Kid. Um, I would have Kid win this one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I haven't called her that in a while. You haven't, no. God damn, she's she's growing up. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. Oh my god. I hate that's everything.
2: Um It hurts. The next match is a Blue Stars block match, Julia versus Amina Shirakawa. Um Julia's winning. If she hadn't already dropped two matches, I would have this as a potential upset, but she she needs all the points she can it's get. Hard. So. That's
1: that's a hard that's a hard one to lose yeah. for Julia.
2: Uh the next match, just on a Monday and show in Kanagawa, Blue Stars block action, <laughs> Mayu Otani versus Saya Kamatani. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Um uh this might be our champion first draw. Versus champion? This might be our first draw of the tournament. I could see it. I could see it. Would
1: it. make sense. Uh, what did I have before? Um, I had Tossai over Mayu. Uh, but I don't know. I feel like Mayu kind of needs to get on a roll. Um, He's got like. Even though she's one. So. Yeah, she's won almost all of her matches. Uh, other than yeah, she's one
2: four and one. So, <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, she doesn't need to be on a roll. Yeah, I. I mean, Saya could win this, but. I would I would be cool with a draw. Yeah. I think a draw works. Draw
2: here. makes sense to me because they're both four and one, so you'd you'd kind of slow them a bit.
1: Um, and also, you yeah. don't have to give away a, a loss. Yeah. To either. Yeah, that's
2: true. Um, the next match is a Red Stars block match. It's Himeka versus Mai Sakurai. Um, probably a Himeka win because just keep things you know close.
1: I hate that it's a probably. I hate that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I am not a fan of that. But yeah, uh, I'm I'm probably going to Yeah. Uh, maybe torture rack again since uh, you know my soccer and Saki are kind of the same person.
2: That's true. Um, the next match is also in Red Stars block. It is Tam Nakano versus Saki Kashima. So the former Stars uh, duo there. You know they used to be in a trios. artist started in title. Winning they team. they
1: challenged for the tag belts. That that was a part of Tam's trauma. Don't you remember?
2: Yeah. Very, <laughs> pretty, pretty sad.
1: <laughs> Fucking hated that thread, man. Yeah,
2: they're in different factions. Um,
1: so good. Tam's render looks so. Uh, it doesn't matter. That's it doesn't.
2: Fun. Um, so Tam is three and one. Right, Isaki is two and four. Do you think they have Tam drop here?
1: Because this is prime. No, Tam. Tam. Tam needs a win. Uh... What's the upset then, if not this? What do you mean what's the upset? Well there's, there's always Tam. gonna
2: be an upset in this on this show. There's always an upset. You haven't got one. Fuck oh, Shuri has lost too yes, much. Yeah, Shuri's beaten Micah.
1: I've I've projected Micah over Shuri like for months. Not happening, no. <laughs> Shuri's
2: definitely winning Yeah, that
1: one. I see that. That's a shame. Um let's hope there's no upset and uh and the real winner is the fans. Okay.
2: Alright. So Tom over Saki
1: and then I say ta- Tam over Saki before uh, Julia over Mina. Right. Like I, or I, see, I say Mina over Julia before I say Saki
2: Dude, over Julia needs points. What are you doing?
1: Yeah, but so is Tam.
2: He's three and one. She's fine. All right. Anyway. Um, fine. All right. Tam wins. Uh, the main event then... Or maybe there's no upsets. Possibly. Uh, the main event then is a Red Stars block match. It's Siri versus Micah. And I think we both agree Siri kind of has to win that one
1: yeah Okay. the bear the bear the bear threw a twist in every threw a wrench in everybody's plans definitely
2: um the next show to preview then is on the fourth of September. this is in Hiroshima prefectural industrial hall in the opener we have um oh it's a three way tag now wakaskim and Shirakawa versus oh my Julia versus oh, my kid and raka, so um oh my Julia are winning um Yes. The first match then a block action. Again, just this Monday in show in Hiroshima. Uh Blue Stars <laughs> block action, Marai versus Momo Anabe. Um I guess Momo could win that one since she lost to Ami, so
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah. Even though I I, I would find it very funny if Marai won.
2: Yes, that's true. But I think Momo gets this one. Um the match after that is Blue Stars block match.
1: Clappers versus the Wrenchers. Oh God. God, two worst fan bases.
2: Do it. Please don't make that a thing. Um, the next match is Blue Stars block match. It is Suzuki versus Ami Sore. Uh, Ami Sore has probably beaten Hazuki there. I imagine Hazuki doesn't pick up many more points, so I have her losing here.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, she could lose every single match from here on out, and she still is over even. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, it's it's hard to see her winning too many more. Yeah.
2: So yeah, Ami, Ami gets the win there. And um, the next match is Blue Stars block match. It is Saya Kamatani versus Saya Ida. 3, eight, three eight tag implodes. Oh. Um, I have Saya Ida, probably. Because um, I think Saya Kamatani is on like eight
1: already. You know, um, I... I didn't even know this match was happening, but the other day I was looking at uh like old clips of them as a tag with their their possibilities are in are infinite thing. And I was like, man, I missed them. Uh and I totally forgot this match is happening. I'm actually really excited for this. I think an Ida win here would be so dope. I think that's like that's what I need, what my heart needs right now. Uh I don't know if it'll happen, but that's that's what I'm rocking with. Okay. Especially since Ida's broken the seal. She's won a match. It's, yeah. So it's not like she's going to keep, you know, she, she could win another one.
2: And she keeps Saya, you know, grounded a little bit. So she keeps Saya Kamitani, that is, yeah. grounded a little bit. Um, so the next match then is a Blue Stars block match. It is, again, just on a random show, Mai versus Natsupoi. Um, I have Natsupoi going over. Uh, I imagine she challenges for the IWGP women's title, and she can use this as a reason. I see my winning. Okay then. Um, next match is a Red Stars block match. It is Momokogo versus Saki Kashima. Um, if Momo is going to get points, this is where she gets them.
1: Yeah. So. Uh, probably Momokogo. I, I hope. I hope yeah. Um
2: The next match is a Red Stars block match. It is Tam versus Micah.
1: That's an interesting one. Um, I forget if this was. Really good last year, or really bad. I last
2: said this year. on Twitter. I was like, I have no idea what to expect, so they're just gonna fuck around, have like a four star match, just cause.
1: So, um, yeah, no idea.
2: Um, I, I think the Mishinoku driver is like the Cosmic Angel killer. So, probably the
1: only person that she is not pinned with it outside of Yuko Sakurai and Rinamakura, Makura is Tam. Yeah. So maybe she. So this is the last she Gets list. Tam this time. Um, I would love it if she got yeah. Tam. Yeah.
2: I, I that could happen. I think that would work.
1: I, I think I think her being able to say I've pinned every single cosmic angel with the Michinoga driver would be huge. Yes. Like I think that would be Definitely. such a cool like ripple. It would be fun. Um especially if she challenges Natsupo in, in Tan like I think that, that just it works. It works. Give Micah good win. All right. Uh
2: the main event then of the show is Red Stars Block Auction. It is Siri versus Himeka. Um I imagine Shemekah Sir- sure. gets her win back from losing the world title match.
1: Nah, uh, sure, sure sure ain't dropping too many. more. I think. I mean, maybe against Risa Sarah near the end, but she ain't dropping that many more. Alright, so
2: you have her over Shemekah.
1: Yes, okay. I I I hate that they don't put the fucking bracket. On I know this,
2: it's annoying. Of course. Um, yeah, I mean, I could see that going either way because they might want to give um give Himeka her win back. But, you know, maybe not. Maybe they don't mind too
1: much. So, I mean, Shuri's already dropped three of 12. So the best she could do is 18 points. Uh, she's probably going to end at like 16. Yeah. So she can only do like one or two more losses. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, I, I don't know if this is where she loses.
2: All right. That's fair enough. Um, those are the shows the preview, though. And that is that is our show we'll be back.
1: Hey, just under <laughs> yeah. two hours. Let's go. Oh, yeah. We do right. that. Uh, we'll be back next week
2: to review these shows as well as look forward to uh, the Yokohama Budokan pay-per-view and um, we'll... Oh, shit. Wait. There's <laughs> a cork <laughs> and Hall then the next day so we're going to have a lot to preview next week. Uh, we'll review this stuff. Uh, we'll also throw our eye towards the uh, Takamishinoko 30th anniversary show because there is stardom
1: participation in that. It's um, weird now. Because isn't Micah and Mariah tagged? Yes. It doesn't matter. Um,
2: yeah, until then, uh, thank you for listening. And it's time to close the show. Thank you very much. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in.
1: Joe. You show. You show.
0: Thank you.